All right, all right, all right, all right. There, I channeled my inner Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused, and that's about as light as this is going to get, folks. We're calling this podcast episode, Can You See? We're going deep here, my friends. I'm not talking the deep end of the pool. I'm talking the deepest depths of the ocean. Buckle your seatbelt and keep your hands and arms inside this podcast vehicle at all times. This episode is actually piggybacking off of my most recent newsletter to Teach for Endurance subscribers, which was called The Writing on the Wall. However, this concept and its underlying meanings just will not let me go at the moment. I feel the need to share more and thereby hopefully make you all think deeply on your own levels and in your own comfort zones. If you've been with me for any amount of time on this endurance journey, you know that endurance is synonymous with survival. For example, when I race, I must endure or survive many challenges. Strong currents, water critters, big and small, yes, I'm talking to you, San Francisco, wind, rain, hills, sleet, confidence, pain, and the list goes on. Since a DNF, which stands for did not finish, is not in my vocabulary, I'm happy to say I've endured all... Uh, that nearly 30 races have thrown my way throughout the years. However, it certainly wasn't without some painful lessons along the way. The key is that I learned from such lessons. What I'm curious of, however, is if our species is going to finish this journey called the physical life or if we're going to burn out in epic fashion. I have no clue, but I certainly have my own thoughts regarding the issue. Here are some examples of what I see lately. Uh, increase in wildfires, epic fires by the way, increase in violent intense weather, epic droughts, pollution, increase killing our planet at an epic rate, a lack of trust that I don't think I've ever seen before, viruses kicking our butts, man thirsting for more and more power with reckless abandonment. And this could go on for quite a bit, but I'll digress. The bottom line to me is that as a species, we don't seem to learn very well. I hope we can agree that Mother Earth is a living, breathing entity. I'm certain there was peace in her before, but that was certainly yesterday. Yesterday meaning before we all came along. Well, it's time to dive in, folks. Hold on tight. Physicist David Bohm notes that as a species, we have the innate tendency to fragment the universe while completely ignoring the interconnectedness of it all. And this notion is responsible for most of our problems. For instance, as a species, we believe we can extract and extract, take and take valuable components from Mother Earth without affecting the whole. Wrong. This is comparable, say, to attempting to treat societal problems such as poverty, addiction, etc. without addressing the problems with society as a whole. This game plan does not work, and it never has. According to psychiatrist Edgar Levinson, what often holds us back as a species is our own personal vortices. Vortices are personal ideologies and beliefs which are fixed in our mindset and thereby are resistant to change. Powerful vortices can dominate our behaviors as a species and inhibit our ability to change for the better. We become repetitious, repeating the same mistakes over and over. For example, cutting down trees is bad, but let's keep doing it. Plastic is harmful to our planet, so by all means, let's create and use more of it. Being wasteful is harmful, so let's buy 100 packs of plastic water bottles and throw them away when we're done. Children are still going hungry on this planet, although the Earth can provide all that we need. You get the idea. We're not addressing the wholeness of our situations. We sadly usually only look at how things affect who we see in the mirror, and this is a recipe for disaster which is playing out before our eyes right now. Can you see now? We are not working together as a species, nor with our caregiver, Mother Earth. Fixing and or addressing our own personal vortices is not an easy task, but then again, nothing worthwhile is truly easy. Endurance takes work. 
let's go back in time to see if we can get a sense of feeling, uh, a sense of the feeling we're looking for. Look back to your childhood or look at children playing together at a park or playground. Young children have yet had the opportunity to develop their own vortices. They are created over time. This is shown by the way they interact with the world around them. Their sole attention is on enjoying themselves and investigating the beauty around them, period. If you want to see your own vortices in action, try paying close attention to how you interact in conversations. When you communicate, do you often try to justify yourself by constantly defending your own opinions? Do your beliefs seldom, if ever, change regardless of any new and relevant information you're provided? If you want to see this play out in real time, just look at our current political climate. Can you see now? Hold on now, we're going deeper to see if we can get a clearer picture of what we're supposed to be seeing, if you will. NDEs, or near-death experiences, are nothing new. Numerous studies have been conducted on this particular uh, concept. In one study, Dr. Kenneth Ring, professor of psychology at the University of Connecticut, looks into what can possibly be learned from NDEs in his 1980 book, Life at Death. Throughout the study and thousands of NDE subject interviews, some striking similarities seem to present themselves across the board, or across the board upon death. Number one, a clarity of knowledge and understanding. Number two, the feeling of being enveloped in light, warmth, and love. Number three, a life review. Think seeing a movie of your entire life played before your eyes. Ask yourself, will you be proud of what you see playing out before you? Can you see now? Perhaps most importantly, the following notion comes up repeatedly during NDE interviews. Love while you're alive. Are we passing this test? Only you can answer that. Are you truly loving yourself, your family, your neighbor, those different than you, your environment, your planet? One 62-year-old businessman who had an NDE offered the following quote upon being interviewed. He states, One thing I learned is that we are all part of one big living universe. If we think we can hurt another person or another living thing without hurting ourselves, we are sadly mistaken. I look at a forest or a bird now and say, that is me, part of me. We are connected with all things, and if we send love along those connections, then we are happy. Looking at our current state of the planet, how are we doing? Can you see now? My friends, to endure is to survive. Are we currently enduring, or are we driving ourselves straight to the cliff's edge? Your answer is your answer. No judgments here. I have my own thoughts on this notion. To me, not only is the writing on the wall, it's written in neon-colored paint in the largest font possible. Mother Earth is yelling at the top of her lungs to wake up. Will we wake up? I don't have a clue. But what I do know is that I can surely see, and in too many instances, I don't like what I'm witnessing. I know that the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over, expecting different results. To me, our survival, our endurance as a species depends on making significant changes with who we see in the mirror. One change can turn into many, and then maybe, instead of simply existing, we can truly live. To close, think of Mother Earth as a quiet, dormant hornet's nest. Leave it alone, and it won't bother you. Poke that nest enough times, and you better run. Can you see now?